Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Tuesday, Dan and the Dan. That's Dan Patrick Show. Talk some football with Chris Sims from Pro Football Talk coming up. He ranked the uh, draft-eligible quarterbacks here, and he said his number one quarterback is number one by a lot. He'll join us coming up here in a little bit. By the way, the wait is over. Will and the Banks family are back. A new season of the hit Peacock original series, Bel Air. Stream it down. New episodes Thursdays only on Peacock. We say good morning. If you're watching on Peacock, thank you. Our streaming partner, download the app, and you can watch this program for free. Also, radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio. Went to see a uh, screening of the movie Air. This is Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, Viola Davis, and it's the story about Sonny Vaccaro, who was the sneaker guy at Nike, and he was responsible for signing all these coaches and got them big money. Therefore, their programs were going to be wearing Nikes. But in the, they were really struggling. They didn't have any basketball players. They had a lot of runners. Uh, Nike was known as a running shoe. And then Sonny Vaccaro was hired by Phil Knight. And, and Sonny would go around the country, and he would see all these high school players he ran the Dapper Dan basketball tournament in Pittsburgh. But you had competition back then. Adidas was tops. Adidas was the number one shoe, then Converse, and then Nike was a distant third. Sonny Vaccaro realized that the hopes of Nike and their basketball department rested on the shoulders of Michael Jordan. He just said that he was the guy. Now, he went third in the draft, Akeem, then Sam Bowie, and then Michael Jordan. But Sonny Vaccaro said, no, he's special. And he, he goes back to the national title game when Michael hits the game-winning shot. And Sonny was sold on Michael Jordan because he said, here's a freshman, James Worthy is the star of North Carolina, Dean Smith runs a play, Worthy's the decoy to let Michael Jordan take the shot. Sonny was sold on Michael Jordan stardom. And he goes to Phil Knight and he says, look, we got this amount of money, $250,000. 
and they were going to spread it out over three draft picks. They looked at John Stockton and Mel Turpin, Lancaster Gordon, you know, some of these other players. Sonny goes, no, it's Michael Jordan. Well, Jordan's ready to sign with Adidas. And Sonny's like, I'm not going to let it happen. I'm going to figure this out. And that's what the movie is about. It's about Sonny Vaccaro trying to encourage, entice Michael Jordan's mom, played by Viola Davis, to sign with Nike. Mike didn't want to go to Portland, Oregon. or you know, He didn't want to go to Oregon, Beaverton, Oregon. His mom said, no, we're going. He took his other meetings, Converse, went to Germany to meet with Adidas, and then went to Nike, and then they rolled out the red carpet for him. They made the Jordan shoe, a prototype, and they put it in front of him. And back then, you couldn't have to, you had to have your shoe be predominantly white. There was red in it, and then they decided they were going to roll the dice. They were putting in red and black. They were giving him Chicago Bulls colors. And that's what Jordan saw, and he's thinking, you know, they, they said they're making the shoe with Michael in mind. Instead of, we got a shoe, you get to wear it. And that was the genius that I think set off a light bulb with Michael Jordan's mom, who was instrumental in all of this. She's the one that made this. She's the one that made one of the greatest business deals in history. Because she said, all right, we're going to go here, but we want a percentage of every single Air Jordan sold. They were going to pay her $250,000, pay Mike $250,000. He wanted a Mercedes. And they were like, all right. And then Dolores Jordan says, we want a percentage of every single shoe that he sells. <laughs> At the time, it was mind-blowing for any shoe company to even think that. But Jordan had a brand. He didn't know he had a brand. Nike helped create a brand. And his philosophy, his mom's philosophy was, hey, I'm, I'm going to be selling this. When I play, I sell this. And, and, you know, he flipped it on the, the shoe companies. And it's one of the great business deals. You know, Mike makes, I think they estimate $400 million a year off his shoes. But... Matt Damon plays Sonny Vaccaro. I think Sonny's going to join us on the show tomorrow. I've known him, gosh, almost 40 years now. And uh, Ben Affleck plays Phil Knight, the uh, CEO of Nike. Viola Davis plays Michael Jordan's mom, and she's great. She steals the movie. Although Matt Damon as Sonny Vaccaro was great. Sonny's one of the heroes, and so is Mike's mom. Michael Jordan, whoever is playing Michael Jordan, doesn't really factor in. You see him, but I, th I think he's only got a couple of lines in there. Chris Tucker, who works for Nike, great. He was funny. And the guy who plays David Falk, I think his name is Chris Messina, he's spectacular. Now, I had encounters with David Falk, but I never remember David Falk having a volcanic personality. Like, that he could be angry and he could go right at you. But in the movie, David Falk is portrayed that way as he is cutthroat. He has no friends, doesn't care about having any friends. It's all about business deals. But they have a screening in New York City. So I came to the city and, uh, you know, it was invitation only. First person I see is uh, Key from Key and Peele. 
Keegan Michael Michael Key, first guy I see. So I said, "What's up?" He goes, "What are you doing here?" And I, you know, we exchange pleasantries, and then uh, he goes, "I think you know this guy." I look over; it's Adam Schefter. I said, "Shefty," <laughs> I said, "What are you doing?" He goes, ah, "I'm just here to see this." Dan, I'm doing well. <laughs> did he have a shirt on? He did. Oh. Yeah, uh, I saw McLovin. He was there. And I saw Hannah Storm and Dan Hicks were there. I believe a real housewife of New York might have been there, oh. according to my daughter, who Fritz. was my plus one. That's Fritzy. Yeah, I know more about the Jersey ones. I think somebody from Saturday Night Live might have been there. Uh, but I wasn't sure. But my daughter was my plus one. Yes, Eaton. Were a lot of people wearing Jordans? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I, I said to my daughter, you know, I'm not going to wear Nike. And then she goes, well, I'm not either. And I said, okay. And then there was a couple behind me, and they had their, you know, brand spanking new airs on. And uh, I said, oh, you, you wear your Jordan. This is going to be a thing. People going to watch this movie are going to wear their Air Jordans. And then she says, well, what do you have on? I go, Hoka's. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, Hoka's? I said, yeah. I said, I'm walking around the city. It's comfortable. I said, those Air Jordans aren't comfortable. The originals, those aren't comfortable. I said, I'm an old man. I'm walking around. I want to feel, you know, comfortable walking around. Plus, I'm not going to wear my shoes out. And they, I don't have any. I, I have a couple of the uh, originals. I have the red and black, and I have the green and white. And then I have a couple of, like, Air Jordan uh, golf shoes. But I'm not going to wear those things out. Yeah, Paul. I looked at the picture you sent us. Affleck's got a nice pair of old Jordans on. Yes, he does. Viola Davis has a pair on as well. They did Q&A after. And uh, so it was Affleck and it was Matt Damon, Viola Davis, a couple other. Uh, Chris Tucker wasn't there. Uh, Chris Messina. Jay Moore has a real, 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 real small cameo that should have gone to me. But, hey, that's <laughs> the side it's okay. Yes, Don. Is there a question you wanted to ask and you're like, I don't want to get involved? Well, my daughter said, because I had to get back to entertain a nation today and I didn't want to cheat this audience and I couldn't stay because they had a reception afterwards. The movie is an hour and 52 minutes and then they had Q&A for about 25 minutes and then I had to get on the road. Right before I was getting ready to go, my, my daughter goes, are you going to ask a question? I go, no. There's no question you want to ask. I go, well, hopefully we have Affleck and Damon on the show, and I can ask them the question then. But people were asking questions, and I, I said, let me, let me get out of here. So I, I ducked out. And, uh, but it was nice. Uh, I would I strongly, strongly recommend the movie. I thought it was great. But, but it, it you know, kind of creates that tension of a story that you didn't really know. We just know Jordan went to Nike. What happened with Jordan going to Nike? You know, that's the story about it. And uh, it was well done. Music is awesome in it. Uh, I thought Ben Affleck did a great job putting this all together. Yeah, Paul. About time Michael Jordan got his yeah, two. About time he got some coverage. Yeah, that, that's exactly what LeBron was hoping for. <laughs> How about a Michael Jordan movie now? To, yeah, let's, let's, uh, congrats, I'm Mike. I'm still the greatest. Yeah. They're not going to be doing LeBron movies, I'm going to guess. I don't, I don't know if there'll be a... LeBron, unless LeBron pr produces, does LeBron do a 10-part series on LeBron at some point in 15 years? Yes, he, he will, but it'll be like a cartoon series for kids or something like that. Like, mm. I feel like he does all that stuff yeah. already. Yeah. Yes, Mark. He does an 11-part series oh. in five years. Oh, you think? One better. I don't think so.
if he gets another title, then maybe. And, and you know, the story of LeBron is worthy of a movie, of him growing up. Uh, you know what he's done, but this this changed everything in the world of sports. Being a brand, Jordan changed that. And I thought Muhammad Ali would have been a brand, and and he might have been a brand. I just don't. He didn't capitalize the way Jordan did, because he had shoes that everybody wanted. You didn't have to play basketball to wear them. They became a fashion statement. Now the Adidas, the shell toe, to me is the best shoe I've ever had. I think it looks awesome. I still think it looks awesome. And uh, you know, but what Jordan did, he created. And Nike says this. They were going to fine Michael Jordan every game that he wore the shoes that had red and black on it. And Nike says, we'll pay the fine because we're going to get free advertising and then we'll do a commercial about it. And it was really the marketing around this was great. Yeah, Paul. If you remember Michael Jordan that season when he debuted the shoes, he was really breaking out. I think that was his second year or at the end of his first year. And he went on Letterman. Yes. I don't know if they put the clip in the movie. And, they and did not. They show, and Jordan's holding up his shoes, and they're all black and red. Remember the all black and red yeah. ones? He goes, yeah. He goes, and Dave asked me, he goes, I heard you couldn't wear them for a while. He goes, well, they said I couldn't wear them because there's no black in them. And there's a long pause, awkward pause, and Dave goes, kind of like the NBA. Or no white, I'm sorry, no white in them. He goes, just like the NBA. And yeah. David Letterman kind of played with it. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Poll question for hour two is what, Seton O'Connor? Let me update you. Hour one, Dan. We had right now Cam Newton could be mm-hmm. starting NFL quarterback, mm-hmm. a respectable backup quarterback, mm-hmm. or a TV analyst. Yeah, Cam is uh, going to be having a pro day at Auburn today, or at least he's the quarterback during the pro day. But I think it's a chance for him to audition. What are the uh, results, Seton? Fifty percent say a respectable backup. Forty-six <laughs> percent. Say a TV analyst. Yeah. Right now, there's only four percent of the audience that thinks he could be a starting quarterback. Yeah, this is where if you have people around you, you need to have somebody say, "You're not a starting quarterback anymore," and you don't want to hear it. But that's the truth with Cam Newton. He's not a starting quarterback. He may get a chance. I don't want him as a backup. I think I think he's he's too big of a personality. I don't know if he runs a 40 today. I don't know if he just passes, throws passes. But I think he could be a really good analyst because he look he's very charismatic, uh, you know, photogenic. I, I could see him if he cares about doing something like that. Yes, he. He you kind of hit on it before, but if he can be on the sideline but not in uniform, yeah, like he could be a great mentor or I don't know, like a good vibes guy. You know what I mean? If you're not worrying about him playing or wanting to get his touches or whatever. Uh, but just like a vibes guy, he could probably be great on the sideline. Imagine him helping Anthony Richardson. Do's and don'ts of yeah. a quarterback that size with that athleticism. This is what you need to work on. Uh, you know, I'll talk to uh, Chris Sims. He'll join us coming up. We'll get to your phone calls as well. 877-3DP-SHOW. We'll take a break. Uh, Tom Izzo set to join us in uh, an hour from now on loan from Michigan State. We're back after this Dan Patrick Show. During the uh, commercial breaks, I'm usually over on the golf simulator because I got my new PXG clubs. And the Danettes can hear the sound. Like, they know there's a different sound. When you hit the ball well, you just know. It's like, you know, when the ball leaves a bat when you hit it. It's just like, oh, wow, that sounds different. And that's what you get with PXG. Club research and development process 
not constrained by budgets or timelines. They spend whatever they need to spend to create better, and they have done that. Hundreds and hundreds of patented technologies. I mean, this is scientific. Every club custom-built to your personal specifications. PXG delivers some of the world's finest golf clubs, and they sell only direct. You can shop or schedule a fitting at pxg.com. Find you know, the local place for you to get a fitting. You can call 844-PLAY-PXG or find a PXG store near you. Swing some PXGs just like me, and you will have no doubt. Nobody makes golf clubs the way they do, period. Now it's time for me to go hit some balls. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the peak. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go... You can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Cock out. We'll talk to Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk. He'll join us coming on. His quarterback rankings going into the draft. Frank Reich, the Carolina Panthers head coach, had a press conference. And he was... He was addressing a lot of things, it felt like, and he didn't need to, but it had to do with the height of Bryce Young at Alabama and would he consider him with the number one pick. 
everything matters. All those conversations matter, especially when it's, you know, Scott Fitter, you know, it's the GM and, and he's talking about a guy like Russell Wilson, who, by the way, I had a very high grade on. Don't, don't, you don't have to read anything into that, but I don't mind telling you that I had a high grade on Russell Wilson, okay? Uh, but don't read anything into it. I'm just saying that because all these people are putting this label on me that I only work with big quarterbacks. Don't read anything into that. When you got the number one pick, the, the thing is, is right. You don't, we don't have to play games, right? I mean, it's not like we're trying to fool anybody. What we're trying to do is take all the time we can on the evaluation. There's a lot of conviction, as Scott said, on some of these top quarterbacks. And you're right, the old adage, don't make a decision before you have to. We're going to take every second, every day, or every hour, every day to make this decision. And we still got plenty of time left. Okay. You don't have to explain anything, Frank. You have the number one pick. You, you didn't clear up anything other, other than, hey, I had a great grade on Russell Wilson. But don't read anything into that. Okay. Because Russ is six feet tall and Bryce Young is 5'10". But we're not going to read anything into that. Chris Sims, Pro Football Talk Live co-host, NBC Football Night in America analyst. What's Frank Reich saying or not saying? Uh, I think he's, you know, he's still toting the line of like, I'm not, we're not sure what we're going to do here yet, right? That's the, that's the great thing, I think, for what Carolina did here, Dan. I mean, they were kind of in no man's land as far as the number nine pick of the draft, right? You're in danger of, wait, we might not get one of the top guys. So they make a move here. Nobody is fully confident in their draft board as it stands right now in the middle of March. Teams just ended free agency. So what they did and the premium they paid to get to number one is now to go, wait, we got the pick of the litter and we can evaluate this. And so he's just trying to make sure guys like you and me can't glean anything to where they're leaning or anything like that right now. Uh, And I'm sure they don't 100% know exactly what they're going to do as of right now. Okay. You're Carolina's GM. Yeah. You're taking who number one overall? Uh, I'm taking CJ Stroud. And it's not, I mean, I'm, I'm a big CJ Stroud fan. I I think he's kind of in a class by himself. Okay. Walk me through the evaluation because you said this isn't close. CJ Stroud is the best quarterback going into the draft. Right. CJ Stroud. I mean, one, Hey, listen, the size thing, and then, you know, compared to my number two quarterback and Bryce young. Yeah. That, that's a real issue. It's concerning one for Bryce young Two, size is a strength. It's a skill, right? We talk about this a lot, right? Dan, the ability for the bigger quarterbacks to throw with people hanging around them. I can't step up and into the step into this throw, but I still am big enough and strong enough to throw a 20 yard out route. So I, I always lean towards that. But then when you break down C.J. Stroud, like I, I, I guess I was a little blown away by the fact of, one, his decision-making is borderline flawless. I think it's about as good as I've seen other than maybe Joe Burrow. He's the only guy I would maybe give the edge to as far as that department. And then throwing the football, mechanics are flawless, and it's not like it's dink and dunk and screens and all that type of stuff, Dan. It's one – 15 and 20 and 25 yard throw after another, you know, and, and of course I think the movement is underrated a little bit. There's still some untapped potential in this kid. So yeah, I'm uh he's clearly number one for me. And I would be shocked if more people don't see it that way as uh, the NFL evaluators continue to go through the process. We're trying to evaluate Ohio state quarterbacks and Alabama quarterbacks because yeah, of their receivers. Right. Ohio state has become wide receiver. You. Yeah. And how does that factor in when you're looking at C.J. Stroud going, 
Uh, he's got some of the best wide receivers in college football. Sure. Sure. No, I, I mean, I, I definitely look at that. You know, that was one of the things that even like, you know, with Justin Fields, back to that conversation, you weren't sure about. But, you know, also within that, the offense is a little different than what they ran with Justin Fields. You get to see so many throws and C.J. Stroud play like a professional quarterback with decision making, the concepts down the field, how he moves in the pocket that, you know, hey, yeah, Dan, there's some guys that are wide open. But you know what happens every time they're wide open? It's on the money, and they keep running, and it's a touchdown. So he takes advantage of that to its utmost. Okay. But as you know, too, there's plenty of there's plenty of plays where coverage is tight. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. Yeah, this is the only guy that's open. This is an NFL window. He's only open by four or five inches. Boom. Strike. I mean, it's one – really great throw after another and he's pretty aggressive in his decision making but not crazy aggressive uh so yeah you take all those things into account but you get to see plenty of you know other stuff that's not easy from cj stroud there okay you're seeing it yeah are other analysts are other you know teams going to see this I, I think so. I, I like this. And me, why this haven't they seen it though, Chris? I said well, all you got to do is put in the Georgia game, right? I think. Well, again, I think you know, talking heads, the media, the hype around Bryce Young. It is Alabama. He won a Heisman. All that is going to lend itself. We've been everybody's been been told that Bryce Young was the number one pick for a long, long time. You know, and as I said too. You know, I think NFL evaluators are just really getting into this, where I do think as time goes on, I have a hard time thinking that, yeah, they're going to start going, oh, no, no, C.J. Stroud is clearly number one. You know, and, and this isn't, to me, this isn't like a Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, ooh, it's so close, I'm, I'm nitpicky, or I'm trying to be, you know, different because I like a strong-arm quarterback or anything like that. No, this dude checks all the boxes. And then, like you said, some of the untapped potential that you see in the Georgia game where you go, ooh, the backyard element, the ability to run, it's there more than he's given it credit for, but that should have been the, you know, the point that drives it home that he can do it just about against anybody. All right. You brought up Zach Wilson. Yeah. You liked him more than Trevor Lawrence. I did, right. Do you still do you still like him more than Trevor Lawrence? Well, of course not. I mean, how, you know, how you know how how do you do that? Trevor Lawrence has entered the top five quarterbacks in football conversation. Now, again, I'm not saying this is over. That's the other thing too. I mean, after year one, I was looking like, hey, Zach Wilson was the better quarterback. Chris Sims is right. Year two, <laughs> yeah, negative Ghost Rider, certainly. And again, Dan, I think you know me well enough. I'm if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm not going to sit here and try to re-justify myself. 74 different times here uh so so yeah trevor lawrence right now is on a a skyrocket to to superstardom really see what i i get nervous about the one and done quarterbacks zach wilson was a one and done quarterback where they do one thing they do it for one year whereas i got to see a body of work the sample size was larger with trevor lawrence and some of these other quarterbacks sure it's just and you have more available that you can critique and analyze Zach Wilson had one, I think, really tough game, and that was Coastal Carolina. He didn't look good. Yeah. No, I, I listen, you're right. Uh, that's experience. And 
you know, what I think is I look at it, one, I don't love his throwing uh, motion, his mechanics. There's real, like, flaws that are tangible there that lead to inconsistencies. You know, you take his 10 or 15 best throws, Dan, and you go, oh, my gosh, that's as good as anybody on the planet. But, you know, then you could see 10 or 15 throws in that same game and go, damn, he's better than that. How does he miss that? Or why does, you know, why did the ball leave his hand like that? So decision-making wasn't the best, consistency in throwing, mechanics. I thought he was the worst in the pocket out of all the quarterbacks that are mm. in that top conversation, yeah. you know. And then, you know, his ability to to run is really probably least out of all the quarterbacks there. So, yeah, I'm a little more down on him, I guess, than the, the rest of the public. I like DTR. I I don't get the DTR thing. I don't get it, Dan. I turned it on, and I went – Wait, is this guy did did he like get did he get arrested? Did what did his he selling drugs on the corner at one point? I don't understand. If he played he, at Alabama right. and you put Bryce Young at UCLA, then we would be talking about Dorian Thompson. Right? Yeah, you see, you're starting to think like me here. That that's 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 the that's exactly. <laughs> so I'm sitting there going, wait, he's four inches taller than Bryce Young, he's faster than Bryce Young. He has a stronger arm than Bryce Young, but we're talking about him as a sixth-round pick? That It just it makes no sense. I don't get it. He played in a good system. You get to see decisions. He plays the quarterback position the right way. Yeah, he's a little frail. He plays smaller than his 6'2 frame. He can have a little bit of a wind-up and emotion. But, damn, those are minor things. I, I, somebody's going to get a steal with DTR. I'm really interested to see where he ends up falling in this draft when it's all said and done, Dan. What did you think of Jordan Love? Yeah. I I, I liked Jordan Love's potential, right? I, at first, was kind of like, ooh, I think I might like Jordan Love a little bit better than Tua. But as I started to dive into it a little bit, I just started to go, man, you know, a little too raw, has to fix some things decision-making-wise, and even his throwing was a little all over the place. But you had but Jordan Love ranked above Tua. And when I you, did. You had Burrow, Herbert, Jordan Love, Tua, Jacob Eason. I, I did. And I switched, uh, I think, you know, I rarely switch. You know that. But, like, I, about two weeks before the draft, I switched Tua and Jordan Love. And I just went, you know what? I'm a little too in love with the Jordan Love potential, and the reality of the situation is there's some things he needs to fix. So that's where I kind of readjusted that. But, hey, we saw a little last year. He's an athlete. He's got some size, and his arm, you know, he's fixed a few of those mechanics, and he's he's got a chance here to be something. So I'm excited for his opportunity this year. Explain to me why there's no market for Lamar Jackson and why – it felt like every team sent out an email blast at the same time to say we're not interested in Lamar Jackson. And I'm not supposed to read into collusion that they don't want to. If you give him the same contract as Deshaun Watson, you've opened the door for the Bengals and the Chargers and the Eagles that they may have to eat that as well. Yeah, I, it's, a, it's a deep subject. You know, one, I, you know, the, the, the teams releasing those type of statements, first off, they were asked by people's uh, members of the media because it was, oh, wait, he's franchised. Let me call a team that doesn't have quarterback. Hey, do you want Lamar Jackson? So they were compelled to kind of make but a But it came out that. all at once. I know. It looks weird. I, I get it. But but that's what everybody did. If you've got to look at it, some certain beat writers connected with the team, as soon as they saw the non-exclusive franchise tag, they called their team and got a quote from it. 
You know, I don't think this is this is different than Kaepernick or some of the other ones. Lamar's loved in the NFL. This isn't I don't think this is like one where the owners called each other up and like, hey, we don't want Lamar. No, to get they paid. know, though, Chris, I, they've already I had this won't. discussion with Deshaun Watson. I exactly. They didn't even have to have the discussion. Yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying. Would you sign they, him? Let's say you're the Colts. Right. I would think about it seriously. Yeah, I would. You know, I the Colts are one team that I look at, and if you know, hey, you're looking to get a pocket passing quarterback. I don't know. You might not be comfortable with one that's left with you at number four, right? Lamar Jackson can do it all. I'm sick of everybody kind of saying, "Oh, he needs to be in a certain offense." Wait, we know he can run. We got that. He can sit in the pocket and throw the ball with the best of them. So, yes, I would think that. But I think it's all the other stuff too that doesn't help him out. Being injured the last two years at yeah. the end of the year, yeah. you know, um, uh, tons of mispractices over the years because of illnesses or whatever else. The style of play, which is physical. And then I think also the headache and the perception that's out there that Lamar can't get a deal done. And if he's happy and we get him and we sign him and then he's not happy with the deal two or three years down the road, oh, crap, we're right back into the same boat of, we can't get them done. We can't get the details hashed out. He's not happy. So I think there's things like that that are more hurting Lamar rather than the player or the person. And that's where it stinks he doesn't have an agent to kind of get his message out there. He better. needs Odell Beckham Jr. as his agent because nobody gets more talk, whispers, rumors, <laughs> speculation than OBJ. Uh, let me ask you, who has a bigger impact, Baker Mayfield to the Bucks or Garoppolo to the Raiders? Ooh, they're both good there. Uh, you know, I, I'll say Garoppolo to the Raiders. Um, you know, the Raiders, I, I, I guess, you know, what I look at there is I, he knows that system. Well, do I put Derek Carr in there as well? If I put Carr to the Saints, Garoppolo to the Raiders, and maybe it's not fair to Baker going to the Bucks because they're, they may not be as good. That's that's the that's where I was leaning. Okay. It's just the bait, you know, the Bucks are I think in a little bit of a rebuild phase here, and that's why I was going to favor the Garoppolo situation, the fam familiarity with McDaniel's. You do have you know a pretty good trio in receivers as far as uh, Devonte Adams, Renfro, Jacoby Myers. You got one of the best running backs in football, so that's the positive. But Derek Carr, that's one like for real, Dan. You're right about that. Team that still top five ish, ten ish, that O line is still good. And now you couple Michael Thomas coming back with Chris Olavi and Rashid Shahid and Kamara still got a little tread on the tires. Like they can be a player when this is all said and done. I like that move by Derek Carr and the Saints. All right, I'll leave you with this. Right now, Cam Newton could be a starting quarterback, a respectable backup quarterback, a good TV analyst. Hmm. I'd probably go with good TV analysts, okay? I don't think – he's not a starting quarterback, and I don't think Cam Newton is made to be a backup. Not to say he can't, but I've always felt, and I've always said this, that he's a guy that needs reps and throw-in and rhythm. He's not your ideal, let's just pluck him off the bench in week 10 and he'll get hit the ground running. That's not what he is. Plus, as a backup, as you know, he's a polarizing figure. He's a natural leader. Guys gravitate towards him in the locker room. He's built like a Greek god. It can be a little bit threatening to a starter when Cam Newton's walking around as a backup. 
TV, million dollar smile, great personality, charisma. Hope he doesn't steal my job. <laughs> Good to talk to you. Thanks as always. Man. All right. Oh, always. Chris, Say hi to the guys. Chris Sims got his uh, quarterbacks here that he ranks. And he doesn't shy away from criticism. I mean, that's what I love. He, he makes his analysis, he has his grades, and he sticks by it. But, you know, it's, it's tough to do. But, but this is what is always interesting for me. With some people, there's clarity. They go, oh, my God, I see this. Where other people might go, I don't see it. And you have this with draft picks, certainly at, at the quarterbacking position, where they'll go, oh, my God, it's plain as day. Now, I didn't like Zach Wilson. And I didn't like Trey Lance because they didn't. There wasn't large enough sample size. I want it. I want you playing at least two years. I, I want you having highs and lows. I, I want you. I want to see what happens when you struggle. And if you're not playing a, a great schedule, if you're at North Dakota State or you're at BYU, you know Trevor Lawrence was playing at Clemson, and there were highs and lows there. And and I like seeing that. Like Will Levis, I keep everybody keeps telling me that he's great. I don't see that he's great. Now, I, I was told the same thing with Josh Allen. In his junior year, I go, okay, all right. And then his senior year, he wasn't. He wasn't great. But he lost his receiver. You know, I understood all of that. And then that he was raw because he wasn't a great, I don't, he wasn't highly recruited out of high school. I don't know how many offers he had, but you end up at Wyoming. Well, there's a reason why, because you were raw. And then he got to Buffalo, and I go, man, there are times I don't think he can play. And then he developed. But you got to want it. And that's the one thing that's really hard to gauge. And that's why I've said before to a friend of mine who's a, a scout, I said, do you talk to the equipment guys? And he said, after the Ryan Leaf situation, we made it a point to always talk to trainers, clubhouse guys, because they didn't normally do that. But he said that you found out more from the people who are around them every single day. How do you treat the guy who's not a star? He's a guy who just works there in the locker room. And he said uh, there are a lot of teams, a lot of scouts who, who realize, talk to the everyday people because they'll give you an indication of what that person's really like. Are they there early? Do they get along with people? Are they accommodating? Are they team players? All of these things. Are they divas? All right, we'll take a break. Uh, Tom Izzo from Michigan State coming up top of the hour. Your phone call's next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes, and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Tom Izzo at the top of the hour. John Smoltz will get us ready for the World Baseball Classic. It'll be Japan against the United States coming up later on tonight. By the way, this program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. You uh, can take a test drive. Mercedes-Benz SUV takes no time at all to set one up. Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more. MBUSA.com. Poll results so far. Seton O'Connor. Yeah, nobody thinks Cam Newton can be a uh, starting quarterback, unfortunately. Um, I was going to change it up to a better team over the next five years. Georgetown or St. John's? Ooh. So Ed Cooley left Providence to go to Georgetown. How much of a bump did he get in pay? Pretty good. Oh, did he went double? From, uh, not quite double, but almost. He went from like three point seven five to six. Oh, okay, I think. that's a pretty good bump. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rick Pitino, uh, similar. He okay. went. He went from like, according to what I'm reading. Yeah. Uh, the reports are that he went from like something close to a million dollars a year up to six years for twenty. Okay. Who do I think? Uh, let's see. I'm going to I'm going to bank on Patino. You know, he's got to keep you know, you got to keep the talent in town. And uh I mean Georgetown that's going to be a tough tough slog there for Ed Cooley cuz he had done a really good job at Providence and and maybe he'd gotten to the point where he goes I I've gone as far as I can go. I can get a bigger payday and I can go to Georgetown. Uh I I would bank on Patino. It, it's rare when he doesn't turn something around. Yes, Paulie. 
I, I got to go back to the couple quarterback questions for you. Okay. Go back to Cam Newton. Let's say Cam Newton gets no interest from the NFL after his pro day or his participation in Auburn's pro day. Right. Would If you were his agent, would you can ask him to or talk to The Rock or the USFL, XFL, and say, hey, man, they're looking for publicity any way they can. He could probably re- call the XFL, USFL, and get a tryout easy. I don't want him to go there and not do well. Because then you got no shan- no shot at the NFL. Yeah. Like he, if you go there and you don't dominate, and I don't think he would dominate, I, I think Cam Newton's future would be as an analyst. I think he'd be a great studio analyst if he puts in the time and he really wants to do it. Yeah, Marv. And do you think Cam's ego would just be like, I was the MVP of the NFL. Yeah, you do you think I would go back to the yeah, XFL or the USF? No. No, can't do it. Yeah, yeah, Paul. Next question. Zach Wilson, the quarterback, two years with the Jets. Was everybody wrong about him, or was he pushed into it too early? He still has a career left type guy. Because Chris Sims stands by what he thought of him. Yeah, I think Chris is wrong. Uh, Zach Wilson can't handle uh, adversity. I mean, he needs to be on a smaller stage, not New York. He needs to go, and he's going to be a backup, and maybe you get that chance. You know, we saw that with a couple of quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill was able to do that. Like, you you know, you get that opportunity again, and then maybe you can prove that you can play. But he needs to mature. He needs to understand what it's like to be the focal point. So when somebody says, hey, do you take responsibility after a game? And he's like, nope. And then you're like, no, that's not the answer. Not the answer. You just lost the locker room. And he did. But he... To me, he always looked like a quarterback in a movie who was going to play a quarterback. And and he certainly had that downtown. You know, he was able to do that. Uh, Cadillac in Arkansas. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Cadillac. 6'4", 235. Okay. couple things right quick. I, I'm done buying gear from you guys because I bought McLovin's red shirt and People said, oh, Lennon fan, or my Jesus doesn't look like that. Uh, so I need a new shirt. Okay. Secondly, <laughs> Muscleman is our naked man, so if he was anybody else's, we would hate him, but we love him. And thirdly, I'm a retired school teacher, coach, principal, and you guys are just a bunch of bullies. Fritzy's my, Fritzy's my boy. You're, my, you're, you're a bunch of bullies. I'd have to give you guys five days. At the house to think about it. Five day suspension. Is that what you're saying, Cadillac? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, I'll have to do the paperwork, file the report with the state. Yes, we could get five days off from Fritzy. <laughs> Yay! Thank you, Cadillac. We need we need him to give us five days off. He's going to send us home for detention. Yes, he. Which means that's five days of the Todd Fritz show. Yeah. Like we would be getting detention, but Todd would still be here. Yeah. That would be, be a lot, week. That'd be a lot to take. Yeah. Yeah. Bullies. We're not bullies. Well. No, we're not. Well. Paulie's a bully. I might be an enabler. I do root for Todd. But then I root for it to go bad sometimes, too. I, I, you know what I root for? Content. That's it, Todd. Content rules the day. Yes, it does. And I, look, I, I could provide that content by embarrassing myself, as I have. Many times. Marvin's not a bully. Seton's not a bully. Pauly bully, me an enabler. That's me. I would say. (laughs) 
Got a busy final hour coming up. Tom Izzo still keeps doing it, man. And John Smoltz will stop by. More of your phone calls as well. Dan and the Dan, it's Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicles, all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more. MBUSA.com slash EQ.